je vous parle en direct de cette 17e étape du Tour de France. Le peloton, énorme machine de muscles et d'acier, vient de s'élancer. Montée en danseuse, appuyée sur la pédale, surveillée son braquet. Que d'épreuves pour ces jeunes hommes qui, en attendant l'auréole de la victoire, se Welcome to F uh, Stooges Episode 3. This is the third of four, possibly five installments for Tour de France 2019. Um, for those who have been following the, the race, we are on uh, hashtag PortWatch 2019. Now in 10th. Now in 10th place. Woo! Focusing some broke his collarbone, sadly. Oh. There's been a couple big... You know, TJ's out. There's another big name, I think, that, that crashed, Actually, um, crashed uh, out. Uh, Garrett Thomas crashed today, and he did not look happy. Oof. Well, yeah, he, he, it, it looked a lot like his fault. Bar, Barman and I are here to get you caught up from stages 11 through, what, what was today, 19? Yes. 18? Um, uh, no, not that far. Not that deep. I think it's 18. 17 or 18. We're going to catch up there, and then we have the preview for the weekend. Yep. Um, so news from the rest day. Nairo Quintana is leaving Movie Star? Yes. And going to Arca Green Edge? Is it Arca Green Edge, or is it Arca something else? Uh, no, no, no. That That's the um, the small French team that just barely got in that um, um, that uh, uh, the German sprinter um, Andre Greipel is on. Right. Uh, and um, uh, homeboy uh, Warren Bargill is on. Sorry. Okay, he's so he's going to that team. He's already going to that team, and the the movie star guys are treating him like trash because he's raced like trash. <laughs> Every year I get sucked in. All right, maybe this is his year. Nope, he fucking fails on the on the hills. Earmuffs. <laughs> I mean, it's just infuriating. The guy. Five years ago, finished, crab, crabby muffs? Yeah, the guy finished second like five years ago. He hasn't done dick since. Crabby <laughs> Sorry, crabby kids. This one's gonna get ugly. So, do you think Bernal Bernal's uh, life uh, might follow suit? No. No, it's still it's still too like. I don't know if they were touting um, Quintana like this. Like they Quintana are kind of caught everyone by surprise because he climbs so well. Right. But Nall actually time trials quite a bit better than Quintana does. And Quintana's a terrible time trialer. Yeah, he's he has... not been that good of a climber now. Yeah, well, there's something that happens when you age, and, and there are athletes that are better. Well, when you look at what women's tennis, women's gymnastics, um, you know, how many young ladies at 16, 15, 16 years old are ready for the big time, and then when they're 22, they're washed up. It's so sad. But for the opposite, you've got uh, his teammate, who's 36. Who? Uh, not Valverde? Valverde racing like... Valverde's 39. Okay, he's 39. He's racing <laughs> like a superstar in the mountains. 
Because that's what he wanted to do. And and he, he time trialed well. Yeah, he's always been a solid. Yeah, time he's always been a good all arounder. So, but no, Ala Philippe, but he's been good. Right. I mean, Ala Philippe has been unbelievable this year. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's the first time I've actually ever rooted for a French racer. Uh, you know what? Well, I like Bernardino. Yeah, he's okay, but he's never like been in the yellow jersey. Well, when I used to watch him. Oh, I'm, I'm mixing up. I didn't watch racing back then. Right. <laughs> you were too busy getting kicked off of soccer fields for putting that, dents, that was dents in, in people's... That was, that was in college. Putting dents into people's foreheads. I didn't and do not, that. And not apologizing. I didn't do that. You, uh, you'd apologize, though, wouldn't you? Probably not. Why did he put his forehead in front of my elbow? I still haven't seen it yet. <laughs> uh, Viviani, it didn't look that bad on the replay. Viviani to Kofidis. We're, di- we're digressing. Is that a word? Yes. Viviani to Kofidis. Yes. Who else went to... You said Quintana to Arica with a couple other riders. Was that... You were just talking about Greipel and... Well, Greipel's already there, and then they're they're looking to bolster their team so that they can make sure... Because next year there's only two wild card spots that go into the Tour de France. Um, the World Tour goes to 20, 20 teams, and there will only be two wild cards. So they're they're they might the that team might actually get the might be able to get in um, to the World Tour. If not, they want to make sure they're one of the two teams that does. Stage eleven, Albi to Toulouse. Sprinting stage, correct? Yeah, I don't think we messed that up. Oh, those are two of the easier ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect, perfect way to start our week. Stage twelve, only half of the stage get me- the cities get mentioned. <laughs> um, sprinter stage, if I remember correctly, at this point, no one had won. Every stage had been won by a different rider up until this point. Correct. And I think actually the next two or three stages might have been the same. I think it. Maybe ended on thirteen or fourteen. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I think it's thirteen that it ends up. Uh, so coming out, actually, I think it's actually because of, or no, Alaphilippe. It's because what, of Alaphilippe at thirteen. Was this the stage that Matthew's team was leading coming into, and he didn't even come close to winning, or was that one of the next ones? Yes, this is where he got like ninth. <laughs> and they were riding up front for the last five k, and he couldn't win. The yes. Oh, more than that. So you get. Uh, Caleb Ewan, yep. First, uh, Gronavagen second, Viviani third, Sagan fourth, um, Alaphilippe still in in yellow. Uh, yep. Big big trending on Twitter. Portwatch twenty nineteen <laughs> hashtag Portwatch twenty nineteen. <laughs> Port goes down. Port goes down. Port down. It was right on on cue as we said it. Stage eleven. Port goes down, but gets, gets back up. up. Finishes the stage. And shows up the next day. Doesn't is still in the race. Still in the race. Nikki Terpsa not so lucky. Broke his collarbone. Oh, it's unfortunate. Unfortunate. Yes. Um, solid sprint. Uh, Ewan played it perfectly. All these sprints have been amazing. It's been a lot of fun to watch. And Caleb Ewing has kind of given up some of the arrow stuff to just be the right guy. Yeah, I mean, when, when you can have, uh, yeah, you know, Sagan's in green. But when you can have a different guy... You know, it's not Sagan winning every day. It's not Al Philippe winning every day. It's a different guy every day. That's, it's super fun to watch. Well, what, isn't that what sport is? Yes. Because it should be so hard to actually win every day. 
But there's not, like, I think, you know, certainly from a uh, doping standpoint, the, the playing field's been leveled. But it's much, much more you, fair. You see a more, like, there's good sprinters. There's not just one guy that's, you know, if you go back five years ago, there's not just one good, good sprinter or two good sprinters. There's five or six in this race. Well, mainly because there aren't nine doped athletes right. in the gills, like, leading sprinters out. Right. And that's what's allowing the breaks to actually occur also. The, well, I'll, we'll wait for it to take. Uh, stage 12. Uh, Toulouse to blah, 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 blah. First day in the Pyrenees. <laughs> yes. Um, Simon Yates, great ride. Man. Yes, very impressive. Stage. Went an early break, got everything started, and uh, uh, really shown strong all the way to the top. Was it him and like a C, triple C rider or uh, Kofidis or Sunweb? Yeah, it was a three-man three break. Astana, uh, Bilbo, uh, him, and someone else coming to the line. And um, and and Simon Yates really did a great job spreading those guys. Yeah, I think he picked fast. up like maybe like two and a half, three minutes. That he yeah, but he wanted to go down more so that he could get into the breaks and not have to um, to win stages. So he he did his job right. Um, Rohan Dennis mid stage in a weird move drops out of the race. Just like I think he just kind of from what I was watching just kind of disappeared. So the story goes, the team car drove by, saw his bike against the Swanier's car, called the Swanier, and when the Swanier tried to hand the phone to Rowan Dennis, he said he didn't want to talk right then. Talk about what? Getting uh, Why he's on the side of the road? Getting a beer in the bar that's right there? or <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Rohan Dennis is that cool, actually. Okay. So he abandons... He abandons mid-stage before the time trial. For no reason. He's a world champion in. For no reason that we for, know. Well, for no reason for a while. And it comes out that he wasn't happy with the clothing that he got two days earlier. Like racing clothing? Yes. Was Were his knickers too tight? I don't know what's going on with this dude, but... Uh, wow. This is just an insane story. Especially the day before, he, he well, that's why he did it. That, I mean, that it, was, it hurts the team. It's the maximum pain that he can inflict, right? I guess it's like your girlfriend waiting for the most most opportune time to throw a fit <laughs> when you're at the soccer game, <laughs> or like when it's ten your minutes left, tied one one, going into a penalty kick. Get we're getting out of here. Like when it's like when it's your birthday and they want to throw a fit. It's like, excuse me. Yeah. Um, that's just strange. And that one's not gender specific. I realized for, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. anyone that thought goes, that was a, it, it does that go was both a ways. Comment. I I don't think that that's a sexist comment. Barman's ruined plenty of my birthdays. Trust me. <laughs> Hormone. <laughs> um, great ride by Simon Yates. Yes. Uh, just you know, kind of out of nowhere as well, which was good. I don't know how they get around the dinner table when Adam Yates' Tour de France fell apart and Simon Yates is winning stages. Yes. That's... I mean, it's got to be bizarre. It, well, they're awesome. They're all, they're, it's an Aussie team, so they probably just, like, have a beer and they're like, hey, mate. So stage 12 was the start of a great week of racing. At yes. least three or four really great stages. So 
13, you've got the internet, uh, the individual time trial in POW. Um, and I watched this. I might have only skipped an hour's worth of, of riding in there. I think I watched the whole four hours of this stage. You've got rider after rider beating the rider in front of them. I think it started out with a with a bang with um Well DeGent was in the hot seat up until the last four or five people. Right. But everybody was coming close. It started out with yes. the, the two Americans. Um what's his name? Chad Haga. Chad Haga passed four or five guys on the time trial. Yes. He put out an incredible Incredible ride. Yeah, I think he was 16th ish or so. But at, at one point he wasn't first, and I think uh, a couple guys beat him. Uh, one of them being DeGent. Uh, and DeGent, kind of a surprise there. He's a good rider, but you don't not really known. Well, for usually time he tries right? to save his energy for, for the, the mountains, for the breakaways and the yeah. mountains, and yeah. that, or going for the polka dot jersey. So it was it was kind of maybe I, I think he really thought he might have had a chance to win. So back to it's again late. On Saturday, it started, or Friday, started trending Port Watch 2019. Richie Port, fifth place, loses 45 seconds. Barman predicted a minute. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little off. That's close enough for me. <laughs> I'm just Another happy minute. that Richie Port is still in the race, and I beat you in a bet. <laughs> oh, did I lose And you got to pay, you got to continue paying dollars until he's out of the sta- every stage he's still in. <laughs> I don't think we bet that. No, we didn't. <laughs> that should be the bet next time. Oh, man. We'll see where he finishes up. Actually, I want to hear his comments after. Well, you know, the problem for Richie Port is Nibley's coming to the team next year. And and so, so now they should proper... be on paper. If they keep Malama, him, and, and Nibley, they should be pretty good. Yeah, except for the Richie Port part. Well, the, but even if. You've got him as co-leader. You know, you can't tell Nibley. The I, I guarantee you, Trek, Trek is not going to let Richie Port do the same stuff that he did this year. You know, there's no reason to pay someone not in the race all beginning of the season to get 10th place. Right. Um, Alaphilippe ends up putting in an amazing ride. He wins by 14 seconds. 14 seconds. It was oh, impressive. 35 minutes flat. Yeah, it's probably the first time Charlie's won since he was like 16 or 17 years old or something. I mean, Thomas put in a great ride. DeGent put in a great ride. Iran put in a great ride. Thomas looked like he was suffering. Actually, Alaphilippe looked like he was actually had some more in the tank when he was coming. But you, look, you, look at, you look at this top 10, and it's a who's who of... Yes. It, I mean, it's, and it's all over the place. It's, it's, it's not just guys that are good time trialists. You've got... I mean, team, well, Rigoberto Oran had right, a great time right. trial, you know, tying pretty much with Thomas again. Um, uh, you know, Joey Roscoff got 10th. Good for him. Awesome. Amazing result out of Decatur. Um, you know, Enrico Moss kind of disappeared lately, but, I mean, he was ninth, And so that gave, that gave Dusenek a 1-2. The deuce. The deuce. The deuce is loose in France. <laughs> Woo! Uh, all right, stage 14. Uh, is that Tarbes to tor- the Tourmalet? Yep. Um, another great, awesome stage. A nice uh, short mountain stage. Um, Pino with the win. So French, French, the French have been really good this year in the Tour. 
Except for Bardet. Except for Bardet. See, who, the, who this tour is made for, Bardet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Al Philippe in second. Um, Adam Yates and no go. Dan Martin. Dan Martin fall apart. Movie star just pulling for no reason. <laughs> they were really pulling for no reason. I don't. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, doing the work for uh, Dusenic and Quintana comes. <laughs> Quintana comes unglued. Dude, he came. You have to be glued to come unglued. Dude, yeah, yeah, but Quintana was doing okay before then. But you know how when you have your brown paper lunch bag and then it gets a little, a little wet, and you're like, no, it'll make it. And or, you like, know, your mom, your mom packs it with fried chicken, and by lunchtime, yeah. it's completely and then, wet. And then all you of pick a sudden, it up like, and, the whole and, thing and, the and then your lunch is like all over the ground. That's exactly what Quintana did. Uh, yeah, as we said, Jens Voigt, awful. <laughs> He's awful. Um, Thomas, uh, in the, uh, Iran off the back, uh, to finish. Port, Port didn't have a Port had a rough day. I think Port, Port bounced back on 15, though. He, he, he is bouncing back, but still, I mean, if you're gonna give, if you're gonna gain that much time on the time trial, you need to be able to, to back it up. It's like holding serve in tennis. In cycling, if you're going to do 20, 19 stages of cycling, you need to be able to hold serve. You can't use so much energy one day that you can't hold serve the next because it doesn't do you any good. Then you end up like Roger Federer with two match points. I didn't watch it. Tennis is boring. It was boring, but it was awesome watching Federer. <laughs> <laughs> he still can't believe he lost with two two match points. I'm Roger Federer, how can I lose... Uh, stage. Uh, you didn't lose, Roger. You got beat. <laughs> Age fifteen, Lemu to Foie. I think you might have said that right. I, I, I don't care at this point. Sat <laughs> uh, who, who cares? He's in Italy. He can come find me in Alpharetta if you're coming. If he wants to argue with me, um, Simon Yates with another win. I mean, he looked great again here. Yeah. Um, and there was, there was, I like to say, carnage on the mountain. Everybody was attacking everybody. Groups were constantly, ch- once, once Yates got out in front, he stayed out in front, but everything behind him kept changing, kept changing. You know, people yeah, this attack. Is the, this is the one where, where Alaphilippe probably should have stayed with Thomas and Bernal. And, 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 and Pino, well, Pino was far superior to everybody else on this stage. And so he probably should have stayed. He tried to stay with Pino, and he did a great job of getting almost there. But he cracked. He, he cracked. And he well, what he did do right was he separated Thomas from Bernal, and he actually I think he finished with Bernal, and Thomas finished twenty. So seconds. Thomas finished ahead of Alaphilippe. Oh, did he? Yeah, he Thomas kind of got in this weird third wind. Once he knew he had Alaphilippe on the ropes. He kind of came back to life. Where if Alaphilippe would have just stayed kind of with Thomas and saved some energy, I think been okay. if, he would have, if he would have done it more Brailsford or Bernil style. Um, but you know what? He limited his losses, and he still has a chance to win the Tour de France in there in the third week. So, you know, hats off to Alaphilippe. This is an amazing ride. Yeah. And, uh, and on the interview afterwards, he was like, you know what? I have one more day in yellow, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and then Landa had a good ride, and so did um, Movie Star had a good day, minus Quintana. 
Yes. Landa and... Um, well, Movistar actually had a good plan on this stage. Yes, they did. And and they executed rather well. So it was it was impressive. It, I'm, the, the, every day is a different day. It's, yeah. It's, it's pretty neat to watch. Yeah. Um, Iran kind of cracked late. Um, and then a lot of the other contenders didn't didn't finish all that well on the stage. No, uh, they are pretty far back. Yeah. Uh, going into the second rest day, Alaphilippe in, in first, minute 35 back Thomas, minute 47 Kreuswick, uh, Pino, minute 50 Bernal, 202, um, Buckman, 214, Landa, 454, Valverde, five minutes, Bullsang, 527, Iran, 533. Yeah. So really, when you look at that, you're really looking at the top six all have a chance to win. Yeah. You know, you have that. There's about a three-minute gap between sixth and seventh. So that top six is actually competing for the win. Yeah, I mean, unless Landa makes some amazing – Landa and Valverde make some amazing move and are able to suck back three or four minutes, there's no way they're placing in the top six. And very very similar to golf on Sunday, you know, sometimes you're only four or five strokes out of the lead. But if there's nine guys between you – that's totally different than having being four strokes back and being two people behind. Right. You know, there's or between you and the leader. Yeah. There's no, it's so hard to make that gap. You can't, you really can't make that gap up on that many people. It's physically impossible. Uh, today was stage 16, correct? Correct. I put it in there. Names to names. Names to names. Um, sprinter stage. Uh, Caleb Ewing got another one, but he deserved, he earned this one. It was impressive. Another good sprint, I'm guessing. A uh, uh, great sprint. The every, all the lead out trains were done with like 800 meters. To oh, go, and they were just all looking at each other. And um, Viviani almost got it, but Caleb Ewing he earned this win, and he was the best sprinter on the day by far. It was it was very impressive. And his interview afterwards. He's come a long way from what I remember, and he didn't kiss any of his teammates because that's the big thing for me when Cavendish used to kiss his teammates. It's like, no, I'm not your... I'm not your bitch. I'll leave it. Well, I was going to leave it crabby safe. (laughs) It's too late. We've already gone down that path. (laughs) You've gone down that path. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow, Pont de Guard to Gap. Yep. So that'll be the beginning of the gaps, the entryway to the Alps. Okay. Is this a uphill finish? Uh, no, it actually descends in the gap. So Philippe could actually try something on it. This could get kind of hairy. Nice. Uh, 18, uh, Embrun. I don't even know. I'm, I'm giving up now. Valore? <laughs> Valore, yeah, maybe. Valore? We've got Valore, Vars, and... Isavard. No, and so so Embron de Valore, and then we climb the Vars, we climb the Azord, and the Galibier, uh, the Galibier, which means that's like proper. So that sounds like three Cat Four, Cat Five. No, those are two Cat ores, two ores, and a Cat One. Okay. Um, Nineteen is an, looks like another one. Saint Jean du Marigny. The team. Tennis, I think Tines? I think it's teens. Who knows? So this one's 
this one's pretty tough. Also, this one is actually an uphill finish. Um, so this one will be this one will be rather tough. Uh, is twenty another? <laughs> yes. They're throwing the kitchen sink at him the last four days. God, Albertville yeah. to Val Thorns. Val Thorns, and I think this is the first time they've used Val Thorns in the tour. They've used it in the Dauphine a few times. Um, and this is going to be epic. It's going to be like the scene of Rocky when Rocky, is it Rocky 1 or Rocky 2, where they're just like punch, and then the other one punches, and then the other one punches. Is that Rocky 2? I think that, I think that is 2, the rematch, right? Is it, is that 2? Where he doesn't, Rocky doesn't actually win. No, two is where he wins. One is when he loses. But two is the one where he's he gets off the mat first and wins. Over I've got to go back right? and watch. I've got to go back and watch it, to be honest. Right. So one, he lo- one he just flat out loses. Right. But he puts um, in a good showing. But he puts in a good showing. Two, he actually, it's like blow to blow. And that's exactly what stage 20 is going to be on that final climb. Is gonna be it's gonna be like Rocky and Apollo and just boom, boom and Clubber and and and, and Drago. No, whoa, 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 whoa! That's <laughs> you can't put three and four in two. Well, there's gonna be more than two. There's gonna be three or four going at it. <laughs> there wasn't. There, this isn't like WrestleMania. Oh, you forgot about Thunderlips. He was in two. He's gonna be out there as well. No, 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 no. Thunderlips is in three. Oh, you gotta okay. keep. If we do anything correctly on this podcast, we will keep Rocky history correct. Forgot about Tommy Gunn. Is he going to be out there? Woo! <laughs> uh, and then your your final stage, Sunday 21, uh, is that Rambouillet to par- Paris? It sounds like a French dish, doesn't it? With a lot of cream sauce. That <laughs> sounds like a gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Rambouillet. Um... Any prediction? Al Philippe? Bernal? Honestly, Bebo, I have I have zero idea. <laughs> I mean, I do the winner will come, I think, from the top six right now. Uh the guys that are within two minutes. I'm, but this is gonna be I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Valverde. <laughs> uh no, no one's gonna suspect it. And Moby Star just can't pull it off. Uh, with Landa right there with him, maybe. Uh, well, Landa's like a minute ahead of Valverde, so. Six seconds. Unless something maybe. today. I'm looking at what you posted. 4.54, five minutes, six seconds. Uh, that's a big gap. I mean, that, that's from Landa prior to really today. Tied. All right, bet with Barman. Looking good on Valverde, not on Nibbly. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nibbly's going to go... He's going to go stage hunting on... Um, One of those four? Uh, 18, 18, 19, and 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 18 he, and 17. If he has a good day in there, you might be able to, to claw back some time and, and maybe position himself better. Uh, maybe a little bit, but he's not, he doesn't want to get into the top 10. And I bet him thirty three plus thirty three hundred to win. Yeesh. 
It's a big payoff, though. <laughs> well, I mean that you know that's how I bet. Do do you think? I Conley texted me on Friday about Al Philippe winning or still being in yellow. I think he might have won. Al Philippe might have won that day. Oh, it was the time trial. It was that definitely that. Right. Well, that was totally surprising. When he won that, that's when everyone is, was like, "Is he clean? He could, he could win this." Is he clean? Yes. Is there anybody doping right now? Is there anyone that's obvious? Is like, no. There's no one that's obviously able to. After Chris Froome's scare last year with even the uh, inhalers and such, um, the this is as clean as the sport's been since 1989. Wow. Yes. And it shows because people are having bad days. You said the eight, 89. It's it's per, Have you seen the Top Gun trailer? Uh, why would I watch that? You didn't like Top Gun one? No. Was it good? It's amazing. It was why? Because they didn't use special effects. They really flew those planes like that. They did. Is Kelly McGillis in it? Uh, it's not evident if she is in it or not. I think she owns like a hotel in Key West <laughs> with her husband. It's pretty funny. I didn't know Val Kilmer had throat cancer. Did he? Yeah, I just saw because they the trailer the trailer got announced. I think Thursday at Comic Con, fr- Thursday or Friday at Comic Con, and it looks it looks fantastic. Um, but Val Kilmer was supposedly supposed to be in it, but then they showed a picture of him at somewhere, and he looked super odd because of the way the cancer had affected him. Oh, wow. Remember he kind of bloomed up there for a while? Yeah. Now he's back to, like, super skinny, but, like, bony. Like weird, or, not like weird, weird science, old guy, but... Bony. No, what's the, um, he's not weird science. He's the, uh, real genius. He is real genius, yes. No, he looks skinnier he's, than that. Dude, he is awesome in real genius. Real genius is good. Real genius is good. Yeah. If there's anything crabby you should do for a Saturday night, <laughs> it should be watch Real Genius. <laughs> and Weird Science. <laughs> I don't know about Weird Science. That might uh, that might, the kids might be a little young for that. They might be a little young for Weird Science. But Real Genius, I think you can make it all the way through. When they put the, when they put the dude's car in his, in his room. <laughs> I like when they put the popcorn in the house. <laughs> and he microwaved the house and the house exploded with popcorn. <laughs> and that professor, that's the same pencil guy from Ghostbusters, right? It might be, yes. The Wal- pencil Walter, ne- it's not Walter Peck, is it? Yeah. <laughs> that's Ghostbuster, isn't it? I think, yeah. Pe- and you, Mayor, will have saved the lives of 10 million New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Walter Peck. Anything else from the tour that we need to talk about? Um, actually, uh, bet with Barman Pino is now the favorite. To win the race? To win the race. He's like plus 300. Oh, wow. Yes. You can't get in on that? Ten, no, I can't bet on Pino. I mean, the guy couldn't, like five years ago, he couldn't get down a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Sounds like Bevo. Yeah. No, you do fine. I can't get down a mountain. Just follow my wheel. Yeah, if you just put a car at the top so I can ride down in the car. <laughs> You'll be fine. All right. 
Well, that does it for Stooges episode three, unless you got something else. No, I think we covered it all. I'm off to Kansas City. We'll try and you record. And Andy, you and Andy Reid gonna have some wings tomorrow night. We're gonna we're gonna have wing eating competition. Ends. What do you guys? What do they do in Kansas City? Burn ends. Burn ends. Yeah, that's the uh, the brisket barbecue where they mm. after they cut it off, they put it back in and toast it up even more. Oh boy! Actually, Andy Reid looks a little thin from what I saw on the uh, ESPN coverage earlier today. <laughs> I'll have to take a look. I don't know. Well, you know my 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 idea for raising money for a some sort of needy cause cause was to uh, have Mike Holgram and Andy Reid in a way off, and the person who guessed both people's weight weight correctly wins. <laughs> have you Five, never heard this one? Five eighty eight. <laughs> no way. Under five five eighty eight. You think it's over that? Well, so yes, you think the I'm only light because. So, um, do you remember some of the people from McCray's? Yes. And then, um, so Scott played football at Missouri for Andy Reid back in the day. Oh wow! And he told me what Andy Reid probably weighs right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Holmgren's a big dude. He's like six six, isn't he? Yeah, he's like well, at least six four. I don't okay, know. Okay, so I've got to Reed. Reed can't be topping out at more than six four. Six one. Yeah, but he's wider. I'll, I'll go six oh three. No, that's probably closer. I don't know. That was my idea to raise money. That's for, funny. That yes. is funny. That, that was my idea back in what. That was when that did, had to be like fifteen years ago. When did the Eagles and Green Bay play in the playoffs? Well, every year for a couple of years. Yeah, what was that? The early 2000s? oh, but when Holmgren was coach, God, that had to be in the nineties. Was it? Yeah. When did Holmgren stop coaching? The Packers. Yeah, I guess we're off. Not I'm sorry. 697? I'm sorry, we're gonna have to edit this and put it back into the barn. No, it's fine. <laughs> this is only 30, 33 minutes anyway. <laughs> All right, well, that does it for Stooges. Barman and I will be back to recap the tour. If, if anything exciting happens, maybe we'll record on Friday or, or Saturday um, and do maybe a preview before the end. So I don't know what your schedule's like this week. I can do something on Sunday after the tour's done. That's fine. And then we got to do golf soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were trying for the, that, sun, that Sunday. It's uh, There's no way I can do the tour and golf. Yeah. So... Well, maybe the weekend after the weekend after. Uh, let me ask you a question. Yes. Now, my belief is the only reason Julio Jones hasn't re-signed his contract is because he wants other receivers to sign first before he goes. Look and ask for more money. <laughs> well, no. So the Falcons can pay him $1 more than the other receivers. Right. Do I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. Okay. Because that's what I think is going on. He's a smart that's guy. That's why none of the receivers have signed. He's a smart guy. Yeah, well, that's they're all playing in, the same game. Camp. They're all playing the same game. Yeah, but who's gonna sign? Who's gonna Who's gonna sign first? Is Julio has another year or two left, right? He has two years left on um, the new deal. No. Odell Beckham is the highest paid wide receiver at eighteen million per year. I think Julio Julio's at fourteen twenty five. So the problem is 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 if someone signs, is it? It's not Cooper. 
Who else is hold, who else might hold out? Well, Antonio Brown is is under contract for another year or two. Well, no, he uh, Antonio Brown. No, Antonio Brown just resigned. He's got a five year deal under uh, Odell Beckham's. Uh, um, what's his name? Devontae Adams just resigned with Green Bay. Right. Um, but Julio's in camp. He's not even worried about this now. Well, he shouldn't be. Right. He knows the Falcons will do right by him. Michael Thomas is the other one from New Orleans. He, he's a product of Drew Brees. Isn't every wide receiver? Yes. You know who you know who the best New Orleans Saint person player I think is is who who's that little running back Sproles? Sproles doesn't play for New Orleans anymore. I don't think. No, because they can't <laughs> afford him anymore. Because it's, it's the one like Sproles. It's the one like he's like. Well, Kamara. It's Kamara now. Kamara, yeah. But it's Kamara now. But it was Sproles, and that guy used to kill us. Just kill us. Who's us? The Falcons. The football team that plays in the house that you like. There's only one champion football team in that house. Are you, are you sure they're not going to drive a golden spike? The Falcons? Yes. Why would they drive a golden spike? Because Arthur likes to do that. Ron Howard there on Sunday. I heard. It was that awesome. sounds awesome. That was, a, that was a big surprise. <laughs> Did you know it was Ron Howard? As soon as I saw him, as soon as I heard the music, I'm like, why are they playing the original Happy Days theme? Because it wasn't Happy Days. It was the one o'clock, one, one, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock rock, that one. I'm like, yes. the original. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. like a chachi down there or something. And then I see, I'm watching the screen on the TV and I see the red beard. I'm like, is that Ron Howard? And Jessica goes, what? Well, he had a ball cap on, right? Right. Well, he always has a ball cap on. I know. That's how you know it's Ron Howard. Oh, and I saw he's, he's got the beard as well, so. Yeah. He must be in town filming something. He's got to be. All right, that does it for Stooges. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here uh, with a recap of the race coming up in a few days. If you like the Barman and Bevo podcast, you can find us on Podbean to download all of our episodes. You can go to our website, barmanandbevo.podbean.com. Uh, all of our episodes are there as well. We can subscribe on Google, um, Apple, of course. Uh, and uh, Stitcher. You can go to any one of those platforms, search for Barman and Bevo Podcast and be able to pull it up. Follow us on Facebook. at uh, On Facebook, we're Barman and Bevo Podcast. Uh, Michael Vandera, Michael Barman. On Twitter, at Barman, the letter N, Bevo Pod, uh, at Bevo8771, at underscore Coach Barman. As you can hear, Violet's in the background talking to me while I'm doing this. Um, we always have uh, weekly when we do our, our segments, uh, Ask Barman and Bevo Anything, uh, Bet with Bevo. If you have any suggestions, please send them to us at any one of our uh, social media sites. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with a new episode. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, yeah. Flattening the hills. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way to 
Don't understand, they keep a show in my hands and not my face on TV. Uh-huh. 